I know I'm only on one day a week. I get it. I'm going to have to jump on uh, GarageBand and start sawing something together. This is the house bar show. And then a guitar note. And then progressive. And all that. Yeah, it's going to be good. Hey, Hal, did you mean something like this? This is the house bar show. And then a guitar note. And then progressive. And all that. Yeah, it's going to be good. The House Parks Radio Program Mega Worldwide. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I love, I love that that enormously, like that, that, that enormous break uh, ends with like Matrix fight music, like, <laughs> or or like I'm a football team. It's on. Um, right, yeah. And and by the way, I'm glad that break gave uh, John and I enough time to uh, to discuss the Bionic uh, woman. the uh, adrenaline. I think was the drug in the Bionic Woman that that Jamie Summers. Uh, it's worth a Google. Yeah, I think it's adrenaline. I want to say because it, it was it was supposed to be like some hyped up version of adrenaline, and they did it, but it gave her the exact same powers as Jamie Summers instead of just made her super. And the episode yeah. is called Deadly Ringer. Uh huh. And and what I'm, was the? I'm on the Bionic Wiki. Okay, good. Thanks. Am I on? I should be on the Bionic Wiki. Yeah, a surgically altered lookalike, Lisa Galloway. Mm-hmm. Ad- adrenalizine. Adrenalizine. Right. I was close. I, I mean, come you on. You were really close. Come on. Really close. Adrenalizine. Right. Which is just like whatever. Um, and I bet it was you accidentally the... produced by Dr. Rudy Wells. <laughs> well, yeah, that's going to happen, Rudy. <laughs> Rudy tested such on a paralyzed volunteer convict. <laughs> you know those volunteer convicts? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All convicts are volunteers, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Uh, God. Um, and so, anyways, uh, this... Like, and because it was accidentally produced, he couldn't remanufacture it. The supply was thus limited. Okay, this right. is it. Our show has taken a turn. It is now the Bionic Woman show. Yes, that's right. Not the, and, not and, the six million dollar man. No, 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 no. Who would? Who would? I mean, why there hasn't Netflix hasn't done the billion dollar man at this point? I don't know because that's about how much it would really cost. The fact that I mean, talk about inflation. That, <laughs> you could have a whole Bionic Man for six million dollars. You can't get a house in the hills in 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 San Francisco for that right now. If somebody's like, I, let, let's see. Create a bionic Superman who can save lives or whatever. I don't know. The view in this place is really nice. You can see the bay. It's a little chilly. No bugs. That's a great thing. Mm, that's huge. <laughs> the, the horrible consumer t- decisions between eh, bionic limbs, uh, you know, and the ability to turn a um, a multiple amputee into a superhero, or a down payment on a house in Beverly Hills. <laughs> $21 million house, and you got to put down six to get there. Or, all right, your own bionic guy. Right. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. So <laughs> so this is, um, next week is the Frank-a-thank-a-thon. Um, and um, I don't know if you know this. No. It, if you, it, yes. Uh, Mike Lindell is doing another one of his uh, three-day marathons, because the last one worked so well. Does he sleep and, during these? 
Uh, yeah, no, he, the idea is that he comes running out like, we're going to stay on the air for 96. Like he's going to sit on a toilet behind, you know, that they cover in tarpaulin. <laughs> and somebody's going to have like a, a like a thing that sl- slides small sandwiches into his mouth. Right, and, tw- yeah. and, you know, it's just like, like mini, yeah, like mini burger Twinkie, mini burger Twinkie. And then it just kind of, you know, no tangerines. Because um, yeah, he was attacked by one I'd like a mini burger right. Twinkie, please. Um, so, <laughs> so um, he, you know, he's going to have another one of these starting uh, on midnight, Wednesday night, uh, slash Thursday. Just um, in time for Thanksgiving. Yeah, because that's when you start a live stream. Is it midnight on a day? Like he's selling yeah. tickets to a blockbuster film, um, or you know. Or it's his own version of Black Friday of I. It's the Black Friday of ideas. It really starts, um, you know, and and these are you know, these are you know Mike Lindell. He's just like Trump. These folks who measure from their bunghole, as it were, to and and tell you length. So this um, this, I mean, it's amusing, and I don't want anyone to get upset. By watching, like, how do they let this? Out? It's an attack our democracy. No, it is not. It's no. It's no. It's no more than a game of badminton is an attack on uh, Northrop Grumman or Boeing. You know what I mean? Like, this is not. None of this matters. Hi, Chip. Are you coming in? My cat Chip has decided to. No, you can't. Hi, buddy. No, yeah. Hello, Chip. He wants Chip. To and, yeah, Chip. Chip wants to come say hi. Come talk to us, Chip. Uh, yes, I'm in the middle of uh, something very important. There's a story in the Daily Beast, which, uh, can we just have more of these, please? More, Bring it. Because these are so, the, 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 the title is, Americans Chasing Down Trump's Wild Election Conspiracy Snuck Into a Mafia Prison in Italy. I mean, please. That, how, how could you, what could possibly be wrong about, I'm going to make an awfully kind of So, hi, buddy. So there's a uh, prison... Oh, Chip. So there's a prison yeah, in Italy that is specifically for mafia. Full of mafiosos. Prisoners. Right. Yeah. Yes. So there, you know, there's been a big back and forth. Um, for those of you that have not watched any of Mike Lindell's, uh, you know, docu movies, which I have, I've watched all of them on live streams. If you want to go back and look, I don't recommend it. It's a horrifying endeavor. Yeah. I don't want to have to suffer through them again. Some of them took as much as six hours to get through because they were so long, tedious, and full of lies. I had to stop every two sentences, um, sometimes every third word, to, to debunk garbage that they kept repeating over and over, and none of it stood up. But in the process, um, you know, there's a you know he's this he this is a cash cow for him. He is dis- uh. he's ca- making money on this, kids. This is a real. Like this is the only place he's selling my pillows right now, and he decided a while back. And this is, you know, a you know, all the books on the one thing and branding and and all the stuff that you've heard about, like kind of micro focusing on an on an audience, which I have refused to do. I am a I'm a master generalist, and I plan on staying that way. Um, I want to appeal to as many people as possible all the time, um, but. Uh, you know, uh, but people like Mike Lindell have given up on the idea of consensus and have decided to narrow cast what they're selling. And they recognized that the feverish Trumpian, you know, maggot crowd 
Um, if you just play to them and play on their side, they will buy one of everything you have. And there's enough yeah. of those folks that it saves you a lot of marketing money because all you have to do is aim at them and that's your that's your fiscal year. That's that's all the money you need to make. If you're going to, you know, selling one pillow or two pillows to a lot of average Americans is is never going to compete with getting all the maggots to think that you're the only person standing between Donald Trump and and the White House and are the only conduit to him actually doing it and getting them to buy one of everything you have. And that's what he's doing. That's 100 percent what it is. He's all in. It, you know, the, his, the cross he wore around his neck and all these things was always a marketing ploy. And uh, by the way, Chip is about to jump in a cardboard box right next to me. So if you hear a giant noise, that's what it is. Um, <laughs> he also licked toy. your Apple Watch, which I kind of enjoyed. Yes, he did. He, it, he well, he bites it. It gives off a vibe or something. Cats are like cats and Apple watches. It's it, it's like they're trying to warn us. Um, so this is this is what Lindell is doing. This is this is Lindell's entire um, strategy, and it works. It is a it is a functional strategy, but its remnants, uh, its castoffs in the real world involve. In Rome, uh, one of QAnon's wildest conspiracies claimed that the U.S. presidential election has been stolen from Trump with the help of two small-time Italian hackers who had somehow hijacked a satellite in order to change the results being counted on American voting machines. It is now clear that this bizarre story was not confined to the darker corners of the QAnon conspiracy network. The State Department may have been pushed into action trying to prove this, uh, that this was how Biden stole the election. So, mm. like, yes, like the Trump's White House... The State Department was trying to like, maybe there's something to this. An Italian prison official and a lawyer for the alleged hacking mastermind have told the Daily Beast that two Americans gained illicit access to one of the hackers inside an Italian prison, best known for its its mafioso inmates, in the dying days of Trump's term in office in a desperate bid to chase down this this insane conspiracy. The prospect of the U.S. State Department working on this theory was first raised last June when classified emails were released about the so-called, quote, Italy gate conspiracy and fleshed out in Jonathan Carl's book, Betrayal, which scratches the surface of the controversy. Thank God, another piece of good news, we got to take a break, but thank God that January 6th and the perpetrators of it and every conspiracy theory that Trump and his buddies have put forward has been completely fabricated by morons. If these people had any brains at all, we would have lost our country. But thank God that when... The Republicans finally decided to elect a complete maniac. He also turned out to be a complete idiot. That that is the blessing in disguise of Trump and hashtag the best people. We'll be back after this. People walk out of me before, but not when I was being so charming. Video streaming at housefarms.com. Well, I don't care for you or for the people like you're trowling out. Damn, us faithful and sick. True progressive talk. Might be a good time for you guys to give up. So I, I, I love, I, I love me. I love Blackie. him. I love him. I love some, uh, I just enjoy with the, to the depths of my soul. The wackier of the QAnon stuff, uh, from an observational standpoint. Interpersonally, 
when you are, whenever you talk to somebody who genuinely believes this stuff, you are you're clear that either this person is slipping into a, in genuine insanity and it's a little frightening, or yeah. you're concerned that they may be having a stroke or something and they need immediate med, you know, medical attention. In the case of, um, and I've got to open this up. In the case of this story, we we're just you know teasing before the break. Um, on the Daily Beast, and that's reaffirmed in Jonathan Carl's book that's, uh, a, <laughs> that talks about, as, you know, as many books are coming out about the last few days of the, the last, you know, three months of the Trump presidency, which is the crucial part, the, the part that led up to January 6th, where with a, a wanton disregard for the value of human life, a total disdain for our American way of uh, justice and elections, Donald Trump set forth a plan of stochastic terrorism to attack the Capitol using his followers by using kind of sideline, you know, mafia-like language. It'd be a shame if somebody would have was to burn this place nice down. You got here, but that's yeah, exactly. It'd be a shame if somebody didn't like what you were doing, right? right? With our elections, right? Um, and we're going to walk down there peacefully and patriotically. When we get there, though, right, that's the turning point. That's the stochastic terrorism part. We're going to walk down peacefully because I plan on seizing power and I don't want you to ruin the grass because I have this plan to turn the Washington Mall into a uh, golf course eventually, um, like a giant mini golf course where the Washington Monument is, one, is, is the biggest challenge on the course. But uh, once we get down there, we're going to have to act with strength and you're going to have to take your country back and you're going to have to be powerful and strong. Why would you have to be powerful and strong if you're just going to stand there patriotically and raise your voice? What's the wind blowing? Is there going to be a snowstorm? Why would you have to be pa- you know, powerful and strong? Why? Right? <laughs> wind blowing? <laughs> yeah, right. What is it? You're gonna, I know it's raining, but you're going to have to withstand the rain while you stand there and... and it, with your candlelight vigil on the foot on the steps of the Capitol, begging Mike Pence to do the right thing for our nation, right? It, that's what he meant. Please. So the, the you know that part of it, and again, thank God it was the cuckoo. The cuckoo, um, you know, was led by morons, and we've as a as a country, we dodged a rubber bullet on this one. The cuckoo. And, um, yeah, I call it the cuckoo because it was all crazy people. Um, and which is uh, played out in some of the ancillary uh, folks that are dealing with this. The Christina Bobs of the world, the Melissa Caroni, who is now running for office in Michigan, which is going to be a gorgeous endeavor as people bring up the fact that she pled down to a, her computer fraud uh, charge that she was um, when she she was just had a month out of her probation when she got her job fixing jammed paper for a Dominion subcontractor on election day and told everybody she was a, you know, a dominion employee, which is a lie. And she said it under oath, but that's fun. Along with the fact that, uh, Johnny, do you know, many of the people in our chat know because it's hysterical and amazing and bizarre. And, uh, uh, I, I, I don't, it was one of the few things that's actually surprised me in the last few years. Do you Ooh, know what that? she pled down from, you know what her charge, Melissa Caroni, you remember her, right? The, the blonde, uh, wine, you know, box wine drunk lady with. Is that the? Fruity. Do you know? Is that the one she was like testifying like a crazy person? That's right. That's right. You don't even know that her. Yeah, um, you, so do you don't know. Do you know? Do you know what she pled down from? To no. Computer fraud, and got a year of probation. She was charged initially with first degree obscenity. 
Oh my! Um, exactly. I and I didn't even know what that was. I'm still amazed. There's a such a I'm, thing as first degree obscenity. I kind of feel like I've got something to strive for now. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, we, you and I have always been like misdemeanor third degree at best. Yeah, at, at best. best. Yeah. Well, what she did was she sent uh, explicit videos of herself and her boyfriend having sex to his ex and their minor child. That's first degree. That's apparently what first degree obscenity is. And she was allowed to, to plead down. Yeah, she was allowed to plead down because they had a hard time proving that she, you know she her defense was I I I didn't I did I just got into his phone and accidentally sent it to her to the kid. I meant to send it to just her, but she you know so they allowed her to plead down rather than waste a bunch of money on it. Yeesh. And she got a, a year's probation for computer fraud for breaking into the device, whatever it was, his laptop or his phone or whatever, to send the videos. And um, and she was just a month out of that probation when she went to work for Dominion, uh, a Dominion subcontractor fixing paper jams because <laughs> that's all she's good for in, in that circumstance. So, and we all, uh, and the fact that she's running in Michigan will uh, cause no genuine harm and will be just a, a you know, it will be a, a fruitful tree of silliness. We can all pluck something off of and enjoy every so often because it will mean nothing. But the the story that we were talking about right before we went to break, where <coughs> this a report from Barbie uh, Nadeau, uh, she states the reports uh, on the access to the two prisoners in in the uh, in the Italian mafia jail, the hackers that were in there, um, set off alarm bells in the State Department, which launched an investigation. The report notes an earlier report on a conspiracy rumor in QAnon circles that the hacker somehow hijacked a satellite in order to change the results being counted on American voting machines. Now, I don't know how uh, the Italians and the Chinese got into it together and, and they managed the Italians and the Spanish uh, were going to Hell, change the votes. Hell, Q-snatch. Well, Duh. It, well, I just learned. You just told me the, about it. Well, that's the thing. The, if you don't know, folks, and you think Johnny's just being gross on the air, um, the... <laughs> The evidence Michael Lindell put forward in his very first special, um, Absolute Something or Other, um, he had a guy on it from Texas who believes that the majority of the voter fraud in the United States happens in the state of Texas, um, which mm. kind of undermines the idea that, that it helps Biden and not Trump, seemingly, but okay, and that all the votes, they practiced it for years, sending all of Texas's votes to Spain Via piece of malware called Q Snatch. That's what he calls it—a piece of malware called Q Snatch, which which predates QAnon by years, apparently. And this guy wow. has been telling the, the 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 elected officials in Austin about piece of malware um, called Q Snatch. Something about the Since, way he says malware. Yeah, malware, malware called yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Uh, they believe that that's part of this. This is how they did it. They had to use this malware um, called... um, Q-Snatch. They had to use this malware so they could get the votes, ricochet them off of a satellite to Italy, and then they would do the digital part while the Chinese would print these, you know, fake paper ballots with panda poop in them and bamboo or fibers or whatever, mail those to, of course... Black Democratic 
uh, get out the vote campaign people right in places like Georgia and and other states, and that they would swap those out in coordination with the Italian mafia. And that's how Ted Cruz Anyways, keeps winning. That's right. Uh, that's 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 the exact the, the plan, and and that's the assertion, by the way, because this guy, as much as Mike Lindell liked to think this guy was on his side when he was Q-snack. talking about, he would actually. Uh, this guy was actually making a case that everybody who's in elected office in in Texas in the last ten years, um, on a you know from the senators and the governors, lieutenant governors especially, are criminals who are manipulating the vote. And this seemed to throw. And the best part of that, by the way, was in that same beginning interview, Mike Lindell goes, "These Dominion machines," and uh, and the guy goes, "Oh, they don't use Dominion machines in Texas." And Dominion's not even a, a, a real challenge. They're too small to even worry about. And you could just see all the... And this is the first 20 minutes of his first documentary. You can just see the color drain out of Mike's face. And, of course, you know, they just flip to another person. Um, but this is it. in an interview with The Beast, the attorney for one of the incarcerated men, hacker uh, Arturo Delia, thought that people who came to see him worked for the Secret Service and was terrified. The Daily Beast caught up with Delia's lawyer... Uh, Nicola Napagnello, I just love this story just for the names. Italy, we love mm. you. I, uh, who confirmed the American's visit and said that his client was terrified that the people he presumed were American Secret Service agents were there to investigate him. Um, he did not agree to be interrogated. In fact, no one should have had access to him without going through me. It's beyond absurd. Napagnello, uh, Napagnello uh, uh, asserted. The report adds the Italians in their 30s are convicted of hacking the computer system of an, Itali- uh, of an Italian military supply company, Leonardo's, <laughs> which, of course, I mean, come on. Of course, the yeah. Italian military supply company is called Leonardo. Um, uh, SPA, which uh, has nothing to do with U.S. satellites, American voting machines, or any election, or for that matter... Before adding, the plot proved untrue, though it still lives on as, quote, fact in the dark corners of QAnon's conspiracy network and is now the focus of an internal investigation by the Italian Bureau of Prisons. Like, they, our crazy, is wasting Italian tax dollars right now. That's like the Italians, amazing. The Italians were one of the countries that were hit worst by the the COVID epidemic in the very beginning. Oh, yeah, they were they were destroyed last April, April 2020. Ugh. Oh, it's brutal. And um, and yet they've got, you know, they, they were spending money on oxygen and respirators, on medication. They were, you know, they were trying to buy vaccines. And it's 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 reassuring to know that Mike Lindell's impact in the world uh, includes among it a bunch of folks um, wasting Italian tax dollars, um, chasing down Q snatch, so that um, so th- so that those those funds don't go to elderly Italians on respirators. Mm-mm. And I, and, and again, um, t- tell tell us again how you know Mike Liddell's just a lovable, gullible sap who you know just wants the best for America, and he may be out Aww. over his skis, but he's he really means well. No, he does not. I, I, you know, I have come to the determination, and I've said it in my live stream a couple of times, but I, I used to think Mike Lindell was just kind of like harmless and kind of stupid and gullible, and that a bunch of people um, around him, like the guy who runs his network, 
We're just living like ticks off this dog, much like the right. people who surround Trump. All of those things are true, except he absolutely is a jerk. Like, he's yeah. not a good person. And no. that's the issue. Like, that's the shift that's happening. And so that's where this, like, ongoing, this thing that's going to happen over Thanksgiving, I think sort of proves it. The idea that he's going to do this over Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. That's like the, the family freedom right. America. That's right. To, to just be able to, and by the way, uh, we got to take a break, but when we, uh, during the break, um, folks, contemplate the idea of maybe this Thanksgiving, this would be a good time to take a break from the more incendiary aspects of our politics in this country and remind everybody what they do, uh, they can be grateful for. Um, especially as we continue to, you know, battle what could be another spike because of unvaccinated people and the winter months approaching. There are serious things that serious people are trying to come up with serious solutions to. Um, and all the while, and meanwhile, Mike Lindell wants to waste money, at, you know, driving people Q-stick. who care about. Um, to create a worldwide deficit. Unbelievable. We'll be back. 